Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are, uh, I'm going to get this edited, put up and everything. My internet will be down tomorrow. I have to move all my equipment. So hopefully we'll have a podcast next week. If we do not, there is a reason why we will not have it is because I am shifting my entire gaming setup, computer setup to my uh, bedroom because it's time to make some changes as the baby gets closer. So um, we're going to make sure we cover everything. We did have Star Wars Celebration which went over the weekend into Monday and Tuesday. Um, Usually we get a lot of announcements and things popping up, which we got a lot. So we're going to jump right into it. The first of which is um, Ahsoka is coming to Disney Plus in August of 2023. Um, There was some uh, celebration exclusive footage that I did see some glimpses of, which did kind of give us more of an idea what they expect to happen. Um, I do think so. They have revealed the people who are casting, which surprisingly, um, Tim doesn't know the co- the comic books or the um, whatchamacallit, the cartoon. So he wouldn't know that um, the one character of Hera, who is the green one, I'll say that to Tim, that's uh, Ewan McGregor's wife, apparently. Oh, I think I saw something about that like a meme on it and they're like oh oh wait that's what's his name's wife okay makes sense yeah and i was kind of like i was like wait a second i go um that's i go really i was like wait what and then I, i saw them together and i'm like you know maybe it's true i don't know um i'm trying to double check it right now with she is second cousin of actress Ava Gardner. Well, wow, she was separated for seven years. Wait, what? Yeah, has one child, son Lori McGregor, with husband Ewan McGregor, born in 2021. Hmm. There so, um, it was really cool to see the clips. Um, I am a fan of the cartoon Rebels, so these are all characters we've seen before. Um, so we have Ahsoka, we have Chopper. We have Sabine and we have Hera. Um, they did reference that Thrawn will be in it. We, I mean, here's the thing. We don't know in what capacity he'll be in it, but he'll be in it. And he will be voiced or he will actually be. Um, he, I don't know how I want to say it. He is played by the voice actor. So, um, where is he? Yeah, there you go. Lars Mikkelsen. So he's in the play Grand, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I didn't even realize. So David Tennant's in it as well, which made me laugh, and that's pretty awesome. And then Ray Stevenson. Uh, Ray Stevenson and uh, Vanna Sakno play Balin and Shin, which are, we don't know if they're Sith. We don't know if they're Dark Jedi. We don't know what's going on. But they gave us a lot to look at. Um, August can't come soon enough. I am super excited for the Ahsoka show. I am enjoying Mandalorian, but I can see now with the next topic, there's a much bigger end game. And it makes more sense now that they're steering these shows into a certain direction. So they did announce uh, three new Star Wars films. One will take place basically at the dawn of the Jedi. 
one will take place in our universe of the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Book of Boba Fett. And then the third one is supposed to be Daisy Ridley returning as Rey, and she will be training the next generation of Jedi, potentially on Octo, 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 however you say it, which is where uh, Luke was in The Last Jedi. And there is a rumor that the Dawn of the Jedi, the first temple, was at Octo. So that, that might be where the first movie has some ties to. Um, now, the rumor is, is the Daisy Ridley one is slated for 2025. Can't confirm that. Can't deny it. But I do have a feeling that they're going to be trying to push these movies out the way that the original films were, but we're going to have one every two years from here on out, especially with the shows, because if they do Ahsoka and Mandalorian kind of the same time, spread them out a little bit, you're literally going to have these shows for the next, at least three to four years. And then it's supposed to culminate in the film with all of them together. Um, yeah. The, the one downside is I feel like they're kind of trying to alter the, the, the trajectory of the show, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things have been said. Um, I know people avoid trailers, stuff like that, like crazy. So I won't say what was said. Um, I don't know if it's true, if they were just trying to say something to get people like, oh, you know, this is what they're saying about it. Because the last episode of The Mandalorian was the lowest, lowest one yet. So, you know, we don't know. And like Tim, Tim, Tim and his wife have a set schedule of watching stuff like this. And they have not watched the newest season of The Mandalorian because it's just not drawing them in. So, well, that, and things. now we have a kid now that we didn't before with the other one. So that kind of, uh, that's true, you know, puts a, puts a, a damper in the schedule or before when we got home, you know, could eat dinner and watch it. And now it's, you know, you got the kid, put him to bed. And then after that, it's, you know, it's with all the other shows that we watch. It just, yeah. Well, and. That's the problem, though, is because you have priorities now of different shows. Now, if you were like, this is my show, like, I get it. Like, if I knew that Tim was one of those people that was like, oh, hey, look, um, I'll um, I'll wait till it's very like the very end. And then I'll I'll, you know, I'll watch all of it. No, that's not what's that's not what's happening. It's. You know what I mean? Like, you're just actively not, you know. Well, my, my life's changed. My life's changed since then. And other, not necessarily shows, just other things in general have taken over priority. Um, but no, but what I'm on, saying is, it's like, if it actually, it, you have shows you're still watching, though. And so what I'm saying is you're prioritizing those shows because they have a higher value for you as of right now. Um, and I, I mean, know I that. say necessarily but it's just they were it works out that way i mean it does so and the one thing that one thing i was i will say that does suck for us though is that i can remember up until like 2006 2007 we had time all the summer to rewatch everything you know what i mean yeah you mean how do you mean by rewatch it because like disney plus wasn't around well, no, 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 no. I mean, like, let's say, for instance, you missed a show. I could get a DVR and DVR the shows that I want to watch and then binge them. Oh, the and summer. then go back. And yeah. When I'm watching them in the summertime, I'm not missing other shows. 
so, you know, yeah. now you have shows all year round. I mean, obviously, for example, you know, Ahsoka is coming out in August. Um, the renovation show is coming out. Like, you literally have all these shows that are just rolling out nonstop. And it's, yeah, it's it's year round now. It's year round. So, um, I think and, it's kind of. And, and what stinks is, is if you get behind on one. Or say something happens, you miss two, three episodes and try to catch up. You're always playing catch up. Or like you said before, in the summer, I could play catch up or rewatch it because yep. um, the next season or something is is coming out. Or now, September? Yeah. if you're if you get behind, you don't have the opportunity to do that. Or it's like, OK, I'm behind on this one. What is the other show that I'm going to get behind on in order yep. to finish watching that one? Or you just, hey, you know what? You know, now with all the streaming services, it's like, you know what? Well, I know I stopped on episode five, uh, but this other one, I want to watch that one. Yep. And start it from the beginning. So, you know, I'll just piece away at the the uh, the other one or just completely shelve it or when there's a, a gap in uh in your programming schedule you could watch it at that time yeah and i think that the biggest difficult thing for me is basically so i'm going to be canceling um hulu we'd never watch it we watch netflix we watch peacock i watch paramount plus because there's some other shows randomly on it that i'll watch and other than that you know, I get HBO Max, which we'll talk about that in a minute. I get that for free through my phone service. So right. it's not it's not like I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I need to I need to find something to watch. We used to watch 911 and 911 Lone Star. I haven't watched the last two season and a half of either of them. Um, we'll we'll randomly catch up on Law and Order SVU and, and Criminal Intent because what we do is we do go by the old model, the wife and I, and we will binge them on the weekend. In the summertime when new shows aren't coming out, because you can slowly catch up on those. Um, and I think we do have the benefit that we've gone to kind of the more on the on the streaming side, more of the British style of shows. So you're not getting uh, every year getting 20 episodes of a show. Every other year you might get you know eight to ten episodes. You know we've been waiting two years for the Mandalorian basically, and we're getting. You know, only eight episodes. Yeah. So it's not like we're getting a bunch. So technically, if Tim wanted to, Tim could, you know, go out there and, you know, binge watch it probably in a weekend. You know, I'm not saying he has to, but, you know, the thing is, is you're going to have to watch every single one of the series in order to understand the movie. So. You know, as we Tim has said before, Tim was like, you have to watch the Book of Boba Fett to understand what's happening in the current season of The Mandalorian. Or you're going to have no clue at all. So, um, along with that, we found out that Star Wars Celebration is going to be, uh, in 2025, will be held in Japan, which is um, kind of depressing for people out here because we didn't get to have it in, in L.A. because of COVID. And then... Now they're in, um, they're in London, and then it'll be Japan. So I don't think it's coming back to California till at least twenty twenty nine, maybe twenty thirty. 
because next should be after that one should be Florida because, you know, that's usually what they do. But we'll see that. And then the one story that came out of this that was kind of shocking was that John Favreau almost quit the Star Wars franchise after a falling out with Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. Now, my big thing about that is I have a feeling she didn't like his relationship with um, Dave Filoni. Because for those that don't know, Dave Filoni is basically the heir apparent to the Star Wars universe from George Lucas. So Dave Filoni knows the way things are supposed to be. Dave Filoni knows what they're supposed to expect. And John Favreau is working with him. And I'm sure Kathleen Kennedy felt cut out and probably made it harder on John Favreau. Like how many people do you see who want to be immersed in it? He was the heavy Mando until they switched the roles this season. I think it's the same guy that uh, he played something else in it. But um, yeah, it's, that story was kind of disheartening, but I'm glad John Favreau is still in it because he's had some of the best stuff we've seen so far in it. So I'm happy with that. Um, right. And he's just, a, I mean, he's um, produced a lot of good content for Disney, not only, you know, <clears throat> um, the Star you know, Mandalorian, but, you know, the live action stuff, Marvel stuff. So, I mean, he's been in a lot of different universes for for Disney. Yeah, and I know that there's rumors that he um, is wanting to basically go over to the Marvel side more again. So, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to see how this plays out because he might not want to. Stay. I mean, he might still want to leave. We don't know. He may have leaked it to see what the reaction was, maybe prove himself to be more valuable than what he is, but he's pretty valuable. Um, I do want to say I, we did get a, um, a little sneak peek at Skeleton Crew, which looks amazing as well with uh, Jude Law. So I'm excited for that. Um, the next thing, so the Super Mario Brothers movie won the Global Weekend box office with an estimated $368 million, the biggest worldwide opening ever for an animated film. On Friday morning, an article came out, and they were like, this is going to 100% blow what we expected out, out of the water. They were like, "There's this is insane. I was shocked when they were doing the reports on it. They were like, this is going to be massive. And it was. Yep. It was huge. And from what I've heard from most people, they said that um, there is an explanation for the accent thing about um mario's accent i'll tell tim afterwards what it is it's not really a spoiler but i guess you want to see it to you know about why chris pratt talks the way he does so i'm excited for that and um along the same lines so tim put a thing about jack black what he wants to see in the next film did you also know that jack black will be eligible for a grammy as well as an academy award for musical score because he the song peach that he sings in it is i believe written by him so they're submitting it because everyone loves it it's gonna be the next let it go kind of thing um but it's a little more rocky right. um but he said he does want pedro pasquale to play wario in the next one so if there is another one i think it's kind of funny right 
No, it'll be interesting. I need to. I know um, Mr. Stranger saw it, and he said he liked it, enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, so that's good. And he said, you know, we took it, <clears throat> took the kids. So he said they enjoyed it as well. So, you know, it's good that it's not, even though it's animated, it's not like a Disney animated war. It's, um, you know, geared, geared towards kids, but adults would like it as well. Um, but with it, you know, with Super Mario, that it is, it is like that. Yeah, because I wholeheartedly expected it to be perfectly childish, like almost like a, um, just like a child's type film. But obviously, they need to make money, so they were smart with it. Um, right, exactly. Uh, Marvel star Jeremy Renner walked onto the stage of Jimmy Kimmel after breaking over thirty bones in the snowplow accident on New Year's Day. Um, they actually, I found out from this interview, they're potentially going to change the premiere of his renovate renovations which i didn't realize what it was about so what they renovations does they take decommissioned government vehicles and they turn them into things to help kids so like one of them was like an art thingy it was a bus and the bus would come to neighborhoods and the kids could go on and do activities whatever i'm not 100 sure on it but i will say um tim and i have talked off air about you know Jeremy Renner hates our area, for one. He always talks trash about it. He lives he was in Reno when all these problems happened. Right. Um, and, and and talking trash about our area is he grew up and went to school here. So it's not like he just had a bad experience. He's, no, no, no. Yeah, he, he, he grew, grew up, up and went, went to, to school here. Went to school there. Um, when his movie, uh, um, what was the movie he was in that was the the bomb disposal? Uh, I don't know. Remember that one? He was in that one. That's yeah. what made him made his name. And they did a special screening at the the, the Modesto State Theater. Like it, it, that place was basically not doing anything. It does award shows once a year, and that was it. And they did a whole thing for his mom. And then he goes on on the news on a, a, a interview and says that it's a podunk cow town, and that he would never want to go back there, kind of thing. So I have things about that. I also have things about how you know um, he should have been. I mean, it sounds bad. He should have been tested to see if he was drunk or drinking or whatever. I don't think well, he was. Knows he, he could have been in there. Covering you know, it up. It hasn't come up or hasn't come up. And I think you're thinking of Hurt Locker as the movie. Hurt Locker. There we go. But the thing is, is that, you know, so the mayor came out too fast saying, oh, it was just a bad accident. It was one of those things. Like when people leave the kids in the car and they die, I think they should be punished for it. But they say, you know, things happen. Okay. You know. But I will say what he went through, I didn't realize that they had to reconstruct like his face. Like he got a lot, he got completely ran over his whole body because yeah. that he almost lost his eye, all this kind of stuff. And um, that he walked out Yeah, he walked out onto the stage and this was only four months ago. Right. So yeah. it's kind of insane. I am going to watch his show this weekend when I'm, I'm going to be out of town on Sunday night. So I'll have my, um, all my gaming set up with me. I'll be able to watch it on my Steam Deck. Um, but I'm going to watch it this weekend to see what it's all about. I'm pretty sure it's out right now. Um, but that, you know, it was kind of cool seeing him because he's a very positive person. So even though he hates our area, he's happy-go-lucky. And you can tell that he really does enjoy, like, you know, being around still. Right. Well, and especially since he, like you said, almost died. I mean, he had a... Uh... <clears throat> Um, 
was a snowplow run over him. So he's lucky that he got away with the injuries that he did. Yeah. He's extremely lucky. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how the show goes. Hopefully, the one thing I will say is, is if there was any plans of him to be in another film for Marvel, it's going to be a very, 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 very um, long time. It'll be a very long time because right. his character is too active. They can't explain. It'd be very hard to explain him not being able to move around and whatnot. So, um, I believe in the comics, he actually also has like. Um, not superhuman strength or anything like that, but he has some sort of modification that helps him, you know, not take damage and stuff like that as much as a normal human. So, um, Stefan Kapkik and Marina Baccarin are reprising their roles as Colossus and Vanessa in Deadpool three. I am so excited because Colossus is amazing and hilarious. I think it's great. Um, there is a rumor that basically, this is going to be the lead-in to bringing the X-Men into the universe in a very easy way. Because it's going to be comedic. You can, you know, since it is a part of Disney now and it is a part of the MCU and not separate like it was before, um, they're going to be able to slide some people in to, you know, start it. You know, there's a couple in um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but that was a different universe, so I don't think it really counts. So, um, fingers crossed when they bring Colossus in, they bring some other people in. It's going to be kind of cool. Um, now, here's the one. Wait, no, before I do this, before we do this, um, I will say I watched the trailer for the Marvels. People are bashing. I guess it's the most disliked trailer in under 24 hours. Um, I think they're just hating because women. And that's plain simple. The concept is hilarious. Um, basically... Uh, Miss Marvel, um, Captain Marvel, and Monica Rambo are all connected through some sort of weird thing. I don't know what it is, but they switch places all the time. And so they're just getting thrown into situations where it just doesn't make sense. I, I think it looks like it's going to be fun. I wasn't hopeful because this was supposed to be a Captain Marvel standalone sequel, and now it's involving all three of them. I like Monica Rambo. Um, Tim doesn't know, but she actually did. She came off of the WandaVision series. So this has been that long coming. So I didn't want to throw that in there. Before we go into the new rebranding of HBO Max, which will be now called Max. So Discovery and Warner Brothers have been trying to figure out what they're going to do for this new streaming service. Um, we saw this with Peacock when Peacock absorbed. I can't remember what it else. Peacock absorbed something, so they became one. So one of their smaller network channels came into there. Um, I think Bravo is what it was. So I think there a lot of these bigger companies are like, look, we own all these small little branches. Bring them in. We could charge more. Um, it's going to debut in the next month or two, and it's going to cost about sixteen bucks a month. I think that's way too expensive. And I know people are just going to cancel and get it for um, House of the Dragon. But what I thought was increasingly interesting was we got two announcements right after they announced the max we got um the street streaming series set in the conjuring universe and it's going to continue the story from the movies it'll air on max and then a tv series based on harry potter books and it was announced and it was going to be a, a completely new cast which i expected 
but they said that it's planned to go for 10 years. They have it set up to go for 10 seasons. Wow. So they're pushing this hard to get the, because what it, the problem is, is that as soon as people heard that Matt, HBO Max and Discovery were going to merge, people probably started canceling one or the other. They were like, we're right. not going to pay for both of them. We're going to cancel one of them. And then eventually they'll just merge and we'll get them for the same price. Now this is going to be 16 bucks a month. You're probably going to get upped. I get it for free through AT&T. I don't know if I'm going to keep getting it for free, but it's a huge thing for me. So I think that they're announcing both of those because The Conjuring has a massive following and there's so many movies and it's the same dude. What I can't remember what his name is. That's been in every single one of them almost. And they play that same couple that is known for, I think was it, um, I can't remember what he, they're, they're the fan. They're the couple that used to do exorcisms and they're basically like, they found the, um, that one creepy doll that was like a raggedy Ann doll that's supposed to be possessed, all this kind of stuff. So, Oh um, yeah. And they're the basis for all the conjuring movies. So they have plenty of material to go off of. So, um, I am excited for the Harry Potter one if they do anything like they did for uh, House of the Dragon. And I am perfectly fine if they cast different gender people for stuff or different ethnicities because it's it's freaking wizards, man. People are already up in arms. Oh, my God, if they make one of the characters black and they were white in the books, I'm like, it doesn't matter, man. It's, it's freaking, you know, they already had problems whitewashing people in the movies. So... Let's not, you know, do it again. We'll see. Right. Um, we do have only two items for the gaming pile. Um, one of them is hilarious. Uh, the other one is kind of crazy. Uh, Nintendo has filed a subpoena to request uh, Discord to um, basically find the identity of the leaker who posted images of the Legend of Zelda Tears of the King Kingdom's art book. We've been waiting for a new Legends of Zelda game since um, the last one came out. The Winds of whatever it was. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild came out for Switch. That was like the selling thing for the Nintendo Switch. There is a rumor that we will be getting a new Nintendo Switch or handheld type thing for Nintendo. And that this new Zelda game will be the, you know, uh, spearheaded game, be the big one. Well, if they're finally subpoenaed to request the discord to discover the identity people don't know that this just happened today they arrested a kid who was leaking government information to his friends because he thought he was cool through discord so if they're able to get that info from them there what's the so whatever you say in discord is not safe so you know i'm in a part of a bunch of discords it's all for following people and watching their twitch and stuff but you know this right here is next level because they, they approve it that's that's what that's that's it that's it um, right i mean and it's on anything i mean not only you know discord but i mean same thing on like you know twitch or any of those ones that you're streaming on too whatever you kind of i mean literally any place any place you say stuff any place you type something safe. that's private yeah unquote, basically private. like if you don't have to pay for it <clears throat> um yep. You know, then at that at that point, once you pay for it, it's like okay, you're 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 getting compensated for it or something. So it's you know private. You have more privacy for it. But if it's just out in the open public, it's just out in the open public. You know, it's like you're just walking on the street saying something. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So you so, know, it's like was this like Snapchat? Ooh, after you know, 
once I once you look at it, it disappears. It doesn't disappear. Exactly. So um, yeah, good luck with that. Um, yeah. And though the next one, this one's hilarious. So um, there's the game, the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Um, it has been delayed yet again, and literally IGN was just so fed up. They reused the the image from the last time it got delayed, and they just crossed out potentially because it is, and it says delayed again, and then the parentheses again. Again, yeah, that was, that was funny. It's going from it was supposed to be this year. It was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out March of this year. Then they delayed it last year, I think, to further out, and they said we're just working on some bugs. Well, then they put out like a alpha or a beta. That was ridiculous, like bad. So now it is not coming out until February second. That yeah, so in yeah, so it was supposed to launch in twenty two, then it got delayed until twenty three, and now it's like you said, it's been pushed back to early twenty four. Yeah. So February and I mean, 2nd, and that pushback, it's not yeah. You know, it's not like it's oh, you know, we've seen a little bit more time, a couple more months, or. Um, you know, it was going to be in March, but now we're going to need until, you know, middle of summer, June, July, or, you know, it'll come out during fall Christmas season. Nope. Yep. I mean, it's almost a full year, so I don't know what's going on there, but that's a, especially if they've already done, like you said, whether it be an alpha beta or something, I mean, did they just like scrap the game and have to completely do it all over again? I mean, or tear it down or rebuilding it. I mean, that's it's, it's a big time, especially if you already have some yeah. type of, um, like you said, you know, beta already coming out and testing it. I mean, usually you get a beta comes out, you know, or, you, you know, you get an alpha, then you get a beta and then they change some stuff and it comes, you know, it still releases on time unless there's a big change. But even on that it may push it back a month or two just to implement the change. Um, on mm -hmm. it and everyone's like oh it gets pushed back it better be a good change and you know you hope it is if they've delayed it and took what i mean that's the whole reason for you know an alpha beta coming out um on it but then if they don't make the, ch the change or it's just a minor change like okay then what what were you guys doing why'd you need to push it back two months well i mean so, if you watch any of the streams where they were playing the beta like they were like what is this like there was i saw like two people be watching and the guy's watching him play and he's like what are you what are you shooting like it would <laughs> what it reminded me of it reminded me of when we used to play like straight up mario style games where it's like a side scroller this is not a side scroller but they're like they're trying to grab items they're not shooting people that they, they didn't have the opportunity and it was almost it just didn't make sense and you're like what is going on so i mean i get i get that not everyone's gonna love a game, but it was literally panned so hard that people they they're not gonna recover. I don't think they might end up scrapping the game completely. That's not good. Do you think it's like um kind of like cyberpunk when that came out? It's supposed to be this next big bad thing, and then it just like it even like out of the gate it wasn't um good or is it going to be you know they don't want that to happen to this and either scrap it or just or just keep delaying it i i think this is i think the reason why they delayed it this long is is for that reason they're probably taking it down to the bare bones and and doing 
they're probably keeping the general concept idea cutscenes because that's the thing it's cutscenes and everything like that whatever who cares right but when the gameplay is being trolled that hard you gotta be like hold on a second there's something wrong here we need to fix this so i have a feeling that's more than likely what it is is that they're taking it down to improve the gameplay and listen to what everyone's saying um mind you i don't know how like you gotta think so cyberpunk they like they removed it from a bunch of stores but once they got the game fixed they sold like a god-awful amount of money on it they made a bunch but, right and they and they still sell it because i see it every now and again it pops up on steam as one on of the top sale. sellers yeah especially yeah. when um then it starts creeping in top 15 top 10 when they have um a sale on it then everyone right. gets it then but here's the thing they didn't delay they delayed cyberpunk one time i think they delayed this game, I think, three times now. And it's, oh, yeah, become an on, it's become an ongoing joke in the gaming community. But right. how, when does it become to a, come to a point when you're lost too much money? Like, what's that's the point it, of no return? That's exactly what I was saying. When do you keep delaying it and then eventually just, you, know, you just got to pull the plug and just take our losses? Because it's, it's got to be coming soon because... I mean, I've been I've been looking at all the reports, and like I said, just watching the um, the videos of the guys playing it, it looks miserable. A hundred percent looks like it's not fun. They go, someone said, like they go, look, we get what they're trying to go for, but it's so basic and so simple that they're like, there's 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 nothing for me to to do here. They're like, yeah, it's got you nothing know, for me. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see what luck. happens with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, what February twenty fourth, February second can't come soon enough. I I have a strong feeling that it's not going to come out when they say it's going to come out. But I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you could wish. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, now on to the Disney Parks pile. Um, I will say. Oh, sorry. Before I forget, in gaming, look for Tim and I playing together on Twitch. In the future, um, or on Kick, search FOMOcast Chris. Um, I think I might be switching to Kick full time because Twitch took my video down. They wouldn't let my video play. I didn't have any music going on. I don't know what happened, but they didn't record my video on Twitch. So I have no idea what happened. I'm going to have to go into my creator thing because they gave me a summary of my, my thing. But we are playing PGA 2K23. Uh, um, we played a couple rounds together. And then we also um, played uh, some uh, ranked, so ranked's a little bit different. But to look for us in that. Now, when so it comes, when you say they took down the one that we did last night. Twitch does not; it does not show up on my Twitch. There's no video. I mean, you can check check it and see if it's for you, but it shows nothing on my end. Hmm. I mean, I know. I mean, it had it. Obviously, we we're streaming because I was watching it. But that's interesting that. Um, now yeah, I don't know I I don't know if it's because I was on kick at the same time because that's a that's a no no. Um, yeah, but they're supposed shouldn't. to have first dibs. I'm not a big streamer, so I don't think it should affect me. But you know, maybe they did. You know, I haven't gotten any notices notices yet. I didn't get any messages or, um, you know, no no yeah. emails or well, anything. Like you said, it's not like you were playing um, music or something that would. Exactly. Um, that would flag it, but huh, interesting. Yeah, because it shows. And... It shows me. It shows it on there. It shows everything. 
there. So I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. It is what it is. Right. Um, but we're going to the Disney parks pile. Uh, first, we got a new look revealed for the My Disney Experience app following the 50th anniversary conclusion. They're going to be modifying a bunch of stuff, you know, as per usual. Um, and we did get the announcement that there's new Star Tours adventures coming in 2024 to Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, and Walt Disney World. And a new DJ R3X playlist and more at, that came from Celebration, Star Wars Celebration Europe. Um I didn't even know the news that they had on um, Star Tours when I went in um, January. And what was funny was the one thing that bothered me is they reused one scene in the one I went on. I was like, wait a second. This is not right. This is this is the same person looking back at the ship from the one on Jakku. So I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing. But I digress. It is kind of um, exciting. Um that we're getting a bunch of new stuff there. Um, in the Disney parks abroad, uh, Disney parks are ending the gender neutral restroom. Oh, that's trial. Disney. Uh, that's Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Paris. Yeah. So, man, we knew it was so, going to come to end. Yeah. We'll probably well, look and they did the say that it was a tr- it was a trial oh. run. So, yeah. Yeah. there you go. I mean, they did a trial run for the fast pass re- re- replacement of the um, the app. And magic bands in Disneyland two years ago, I think. Right uh, after yeah. it opened, right after the park opened back up, and they just instituted it this year. So it takes a while for the stuff like that to happen. Um, Walt Disney World, the Cinderella Castle moat draining begins for removal of 50th anniversary decorations. I know they are pulling them down fast. Yep. Um, we did get the water to begin flowing through the Journey of Water inspired Moana at Epcot. And a Magic Kingdom guest was kicked out of, after screaming at cast members and climbing trash cans. Stay classy, Florida. Right. Um, so Disneyland is the one we have the most of because Tim and I are close to it. And we kind of, I feel like when you go there more often, you get more stuff like popping up in my feed, Disneyland. Um mm-hmm. First of all, two Disneyland Resort Magic Key annual pass tiers. They have already sold out. It went on sale, what was it, yesterday? Uh, two, <clears throat> no, two on Tuesday. Tuesday. Because I am now the proud owner, well, me and the wife, of annual passes again. I'm sorry, Magic Keys. Which one did you guys get, the SoCal? The Inspire, no. <clears throat> With um, how my wife's work schedule is. Um, that one works best for her to get the most out of it. And I was looking, so Inspire's the top one. It's just the two weeks at Christmas, right. between Christmas and New Year's that are blacked out. Right. <laughs> I was looking in between either that one or the Believe key. But the time, because for uh, my work, I would have to take more time off than she would have to to go down right. there. Right. And um, so I'm like, oh, maybe you know, I'll do the Believe key and see how that works. But basically on the Believe key, obviously you have the two, those two weeks as well. And then you have the week of of Easter, which is like spring break. Uh You have um, like, was it Monday, Tuesday? No, I'm sorry. For Thanksgiving, you could go Mm -hmm. that week. You could go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they have Thursday, Friday, and then the weekends, all Saturdays. in july july 4th 
and then all major holidays um, they have the Saturday and Sunday blocked out, but say like Memorial Day's on a Monday, you it's can open. go the Monday, yeah. but you can't yeah. go the Saturday and Sunday before. What, what, <clears throat> so. What's crazy to me is when we had annual passes, we went to Memorial Day weekend two week, two years in a row, and that was the quietest weekend we've ever been there. I think people think it's going to be packed because it's a three-day weekend, and it's it's the best weekend to go. Right, yeah. I mean, and when we went, <clears throat> you know, last week, it wasn't, um, you know, now we were kind of leaving the park at dinner time because you had the little one, but it it was manageable. You know, we got on the rides that we wanted to, did the stuff that we wanted to. Um, and I think we got out of there before the crowds really came on towards yes. um later in the week on on Easter. So but now, you know, there there you go. So it so they said, you know, as they always do, just to give just a little quick recap of it, um, <clears throat> as they always do, you know, it says the passes will uh, go on sale no earlier than nine o'clock. So that means, you know, it's obviously it's the earliest it's going on sale is nine o'clock. So it's like nine oh eight. It finally, you know, populated a queue because you're on the annual pass page. And then, you know, it says, you know, basically hold tight. <clears throat> and then once it goes live, then you get into a queue. And so I got in, it was like 9.08, and I was finally done, confer, you know, email confirmation, everything done at 12.30. So, wow. <clears throat> yeah, I had to, because I didn't know. I was like, okay, how's it going to go? Is it going to go really quick? Is it going to go slow? Who knows? So I had on my computer and then on my iPad, and... The nice thing is on my iPad, I have uh, cellular data on it. So uh, I just turned off the computer <clears throat> after probably waiting half hour or so. And just had the iPad as I was out um, running around doing my my work. Because once it <clears throat> so it has a it has like a bar on it and it says wait time, estimated wait time. And it says more than an hour. And then once you get obviously less than an hour, then it starts counting down from like 59 minutes down until, you know, it'll it'll say, oh, one minute left and then boom, you're in. And once you okay. get in, you have a 10 minute window to complete your transaction. So the nice thing is, is, you know, say I was away from my iPad, um, you know, going into, you know, quick stop or 7-Eleven and get in a bottle of water or something and it pops up. I still yeah. get back and, and finish it up. So, but yeah, nope, took, took a while. And actually the first time, um, it did it when it went to redirect, cause it'll say, Oh, you're, you're up next and it'll redirect you to the Disneyland website. Mm -hmm. It, it, uh, it directed me to a crashed web page. Like awesome. Awesome. So that was at 1130. So I had to exit out and go back in. And thankfully that time it took um, just a little over an hour to get back in uh, on it. So and then it's weird what they do is at 9 p.m. they stop it, but you don't lose your spot in line if you stay connected to a network. And then at really, I think it's either. Then I think at nine, either nine o'clock or ten o'clock the next day, then it starts going again. So, um, 
you know, basically, if you don't get in before 9 p.m., keep it keep that web page up and connected to the to a, a network. And then the next morning, it'll, you know. Now, it, now, it, how how long in advance do you have to make your appointment? Like, can you make an, a, a reservation on um, with an annual pass? Um, however far out the, the, the calendar, calendar goes. is, yeah, I don't. And it'll remind you you're blocked out, right? Yeah, you well, you can't make, you just can't make a reservation that day. It'll, it'll well, no, no, the, I know, I, I know that. I just, I thought maybe, because sometimes what'll happen is people make a plan. And like you said, it's not, it's not, it doesn't work for it, you know, because all of a sudden you're like, oh, dang it. You know. Right, exactly. So right now, if I was to make a reservation tonight, I could go as far out as July 12th, as this far out as it goes. Um, and then, like I said, it's December 20th through January 2nd. So December 20th is a Wednesday and then January 2nd is a Tuesday. So like I said, two full weeks. And on that, it has on the calendar, it doesn't even have, it, it's got a, a a strike through it so you okay. can't you, like you you know that you're blacked out from it it's not like oh hey i can't make a reservation for it okay. um and then the only other thing that you wouldn't be able to make it like right now um what's today today's april 13th so okay. i go to the parks tomorrow the April 15th, 16th, 17th, there's no magic key reservations available. Okay. Uh, 18th, there is, and then 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, no magic key reservations are available. Now, um, now, so you'll be logged in in your account and you can make the reservation through because you have your magic key connected to your account. Yep. <clears throat> yep. I got it linked up through that. And then the other thing is, is if you are going to purchase a magic key or whatnot make sure your credit card information and all your information on your disney the disneyland website or the app or whatever you're using is up to date mm -hmm. because i know people are having problems like my credit card even though i updated it because we just went to the park <clears throat> um it expired this year well obviously i've gotten a new debit card since it's you know it expired this month um but it gave me when we went to get Genie Plus <clears throat> to purchase it because you purchase it day of. Right. That uh, it was giving me, it kept kicking me out because it was saying that my expert, you know, this card is expired and I have to go out then back in without doing Genie Plus to update the card. And then it went through right. fine. Right. Um, but on this one, uh, it either didn't save it or it didn't, you know bring it over uh so just kind of double check that that everything is up to date so that because people are like oh i got in there and i went to pay and then it kicked me out or this or that so i lost my spot because um something wasn't wasn't updated or wasn't matching up or they entered a different card on it you know whatever it is yeah well that's pretty awesome so, well tim was one of the few that got in there because i think the, the the top two tiers sold out correct um right why did that do that hold on i went back and then renew available hold on wait did it just hmm let me because 
Well, the top tier is the Inspire, and I could have actually bought that the day before if I wanted to. That one was um, was open mm-hmm. um, on it, but the other ones were for renewal only, the other three. Um, so Inspire is still open right now, which is the top, and then mm-hmm. going down, the Believe and Enchant are only a bit available for renewal. Okay. I thought there was I thought there was four of them. No, they got rid of the SoCal, the lowest one. They got rid of that one. Hold on, wait here. Where is that at? Oh no, the Imagine. Yeah, it shows. Huh. That's uh, interesting. Because the Imagine is on there, and like you said, it's only available for uh, Southern California. But when I first pulled it up, it had the Inspire and the Imagine is available to purchase. Uh, available to purchase, and now it doesn't even show the Imagine key on there. Hmm. Really? If I renew, yeah. Oh, it's gonna make me sign in. Yeah whatever so well there you go it looks like it's just Con- the yeah con- congratulations tim thank you thank you so looks like it's just the um inspire key that you could get well there we go um we do have a closing uh permanently for splash mountain announced uh, on disneyland which is may 31st um we expected it to come. That still is a lot longer than anything was planned. Um, and along the lines of that. Right. Well, um, and it was funny because remember everyone, uh, what was it? Orange County Register came out with that they thought it was going to be May 6th just because yep. of how the the refer, refurbishment schedules were. So, I mean, yeah, they were wrong and they had to backtrack on it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, so instead of the beginning of May, it's the end of May. Well, it's uh, all going to be over. And with that, they're bringing Mama Odie appearing in Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, we also got an opening date um, with concept art. Details from Marvel-themed musical coming to Disneyland summer this summer, um, which is amazing because um, the musical is the one from the actual... Um, was it the show? It was from... Hawkeye. Was it Hawkeye. Yeah, Rogers the musical. Yep. So, so we're getting yep. that. And then just um, really quick before you go on, so I looked at um May 30th, it's still um still open for Magic Keys. Well, cuz 31st everyone's going to get there and they're going to be like, "Hey, um no, thir- 31st it's it's done. 30th is the last day." Oh, well, they're going to be like drinking the water and all that stupid stuff, so Yep. Um, uh, next, we have they announced the first Disneyland After Dark uh, Pride Night event, which they do a b- bunch of different kinds. Is the first one? It's Pride. Um, the Mandalorian's Katie Sackoff, who plays Bo-Katan Kreese, visits Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, and I saw her posing with lightsabers, having an absolute blast, and it looked like she was having so much fun, which I really, really, really liked. Um, and just really ha- quick for everyone on the on the. Um... Pride nights, there's two nights, June 13th and 15th. Copy that. 
Um, the marquee signage has been updated outside the Hyperion Theater ahead of Redgers the Musical debut. Um, they did do like a little ad where they showed a girl walking, I think, in like um, like a 50s. Oh, no. Like a Almost 1940s like a in garb. San Diego type. Yeah. And she walks up. She's got the fort, like the garb during World War II when, you know, yep. uh, Rogers went, went into the ice. And she's walking up to the marquee. And it's like, you know, come out and have fun with us, whatever. Um, the saxophone marquee has been removed from Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen at downtown Disney District. Who knows what that's going to mean? Um, well, they're rebranding it, and that was like the thing that you saw. So everyone's like, oh, man, we thought they were going to maybe keep that and use that as like the, you know, a little throwback. But they might bring it back. You never know. Hmm. Nope. It's it's gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, as as of right now, it's if they bring it's, it back, it'll be something different. So it kind of kind of sinks because it's still going to be, you know, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. But yeah, obviously going to be different, different marquee yeah. up there. Hopefully they do something like because it kind of stuck out from the side of the building. Hopefully they do something like that and not just, um, you know, lettering or something uh, on the building. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean. It seems like everything is still kind of sticking out in downtown. So, um, yeah. Right. Like, like, like you want it to be drawing people in. So I think they'll do something different, but you never know. You never know. Maybe they'll update it because it is kind of old looking. So. Right, exactly. And like you said, I mean, if they keep the structures there that it went into, all you got to do mm-hmm. is just because it's two steel posts that stick out, um, you know, so you just slide it in. So. Yeah, you know, they already got the infrastructure there, so there you go. Yep. Um, we have a new class of 2023 Stitch plush available at Disneyland for $24.99. They are starting the graduation push. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things. We're going to be talking about them every week now about all the different caps and stuff popping up now. And we already have an ornament, which a new Enchanted Tiki Room ornament arrives at Disneyland, which I'm surprised Disney, Disneyland doesn't have a, um, Christmas, Christmas 20, shop. a Christmas shop like Disney World does. Yeah. Or just I feel a like you would make a lot of money. Right. Or just a seasonal shop where they could have, like you said, well, Disney World is all Christmas, but like. In Disneyland, you could have, yeah, here's kind of a Christmas section, but whatever the next big holiday is, like just had, you know, Easter. So you could have something, uh, you know, the the main or the the bigger area on that um, mm-hmm. square footage dedicated to it would be like, you know, Easter, Passover, Ramadan, you know, all of those Right. Uh, and then, okay, now that's kind of gone. Keep it up for a little bit longer. And then whatever the next one is, is kind of, you know, we'll still have Easter stuff, but there just won't be as much because the season has passed. So now it's, you know, okay, Halloween will be the big one. And then, oh, that passes. And then you bring Christmas to be the bring the big one. But they still have some section that has that holiday there year round, just not as much of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. They might change it, but right now they're just um, 
now they're just going to do the Christmas ornaments wherever they can get them. So, right. Yep. So, I want to thank everyone for coming through as always. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. I don't know. I'm going to try and get everything moved as fast as possible. So, fingers crossed. Um, thank you uh, to everyone who listens. Uh, Mr. J, thank you for taking care of Tim. And um, let us know, uh, tell Tim what you thought about Mario in general, about the tone and everything. And we can give a little recap when we come back on. So, uh, for the FOMO cast, uh, I am Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>